As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. It's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weather in any season to see the Eagles eat teams like Scrammy's Top with cheese. It's Philadelphia. Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with sets and things flapping. We are going to rip out the hearts of other podcasts. We are going to bite off their eyeballs. We are going to start every segment watching the scene from The Last of the Mohicans where the guy takes a bite out of the other guy's heart. We may not be good, but we're going to be nasty. We're going to reflect the blue-collar nature of this city. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on a Thursday afternoon, our preview of Sunday's season opener against the Atlanta Falcons, Bo Wolf. Zach Berman, Shil Kapadia, Marissa Morris here live on YouTube. Again, we will be doing uh, a, a set schedule this year. Tuesday nights at 8, Thursday afternoons at 3.30 if you want to join on YouTube. Otherwise, we'll just be in your normal podcast feed. Zach, where did Jason Spriggs go to college? Arkansas, correct? Oh, Indiana. You got the right no, color Indiana. scheme. No, Indiana. Sorry. You got the right Sorry. color scheme. That is bad. Ooh, I envision- tough I start. I tough start. Bad. I can see it in my head. I'm sorry about that. People that people have been saying we need to get back to the uh, random All quizzes. Right, fire, exact, another so. fire another one. End the show. Uh, okay. How about uh, Tajay Sharp? Tajay Sharp went to UMass. That's correct. Uh, so we've got a lot to get to. We will do our uh, news roundup, Bird on the Street. We'll do a little Toucan U on the Falcons roster. We will go to our national man, Shilakapania, for Crow Thine Enemy. We will have our swooper sorecasting. So if you are in the chat live on youtube drop in your super storecasting suggestions we've got uh, the dynamic much anticipated return of marissa's enormous mug and then we'll close <laughs> with crystal ball deagle shield everybody wants to know how you doing well i had an interesting day you know the the athletic uh, our company does something every month which is great every company should really do this they they take nominations and you nominate your colleagues for work that you think, you know, 
really stood out. And then there's sort of a, you know, a group of editorial leadership who they go through all the things. And then uh, each month they uh, do this little, I Zoom think it meet. might be even, I think it might be more rare. Like it's a, it's an even wider oh, period oh, when they, okay. which they're, so to be recognized is even This more. was only the third one. We've okay. done. I mean, you should know, I really don't pay attention to much. So yeah, that, I'm just trying to stay on brand here, but all right. Every once in a while, sorry, Bo, uh, Every they quarter. recognize people in the, uh, in the company, they do a little zoom and they say, all right, this person did this, this person did this. Usually just, I mean, there's some outstanding work at the company, some investigative pieces, some tremendous features. Uh, and, you know, we talked about that Dallas Mavericks piece, right? A few months ago where they're, they're telling you everything that's going to happen before it's going to happen. And so, uh, you know, we get a little message from uh, Marissa Morris uh, yesterday, this morning. She said, hey, make sure you're on the, uh, you know, I was told to let you know to make sure you're on the salute. And it was all three of us. You know, I thought maybe it was something, you know, I did great in my national reporter role and they're going to recognize me. But no, it was to all three of us. And now we're Birds with Friends channel. So I said, oh, okay. Birds with Friends is um, getting some recognition. You know, then they- uh, Well-deserved. Yeah, well, that would be well-deserved, I think. You know, we've, we've, we've done a good job to uh, gas ourselves up. Uh, and so then we, um, you know, it starts and uh, it gets to, I believe it was the second slide. And it says, uh, birds with friends and, uh, Matt Hevia, part of the, uh, podcast, uh, leadership. It says we are saluting, uh, you know, Sheila Kapadia, Bo Wolf, Zach Burman, I don't know, but Marissa Morris, uh, and birds with friends for their work on the Osprey awards. <laughs> the, the second, second fourth uh, annual. Yeah. Osprey. Second, yes, he did actually say that. The second, fourth annual Osprey Awards. You know, he, he's very nice. He said they do a great job. They entertain. They inform. If you haven't watched this, um, you know, they went outside the uh, company for some presenters such as Ben DiNucci. And, uh, and uh, what was the wrestler's name? Who was the wrestler? Uh, Tito you know, Santana. Santana. Uh, and, Brad Firenze. Um, from, you know, Firenze from the challenge. And so, you know, they do a great job with, uh, with the podcast and they've got a great audience and just wanted to bring that to attention. All right. Okay. You know, it's fine. Then they move on. Next person recognized <laughs> for breaking a Syracuse scandal <laughs> abuse, getting a coach fired. Next thing recognized. Um, I, I forget the author, forgive me for a great piece on pointing out the mistreatment of women at, I believe, uh, football slash soccer games uh, in the UK. I mean, legit journalism with a capital J. And so I watched this thing and I'm going, I've worked here for now. Uh, I'm entering what I started 2017, year starting year five here. Uh, you know, never been recognized in a company-wide meeting for anything, which is fine. As you know, I'm all about CTC. I don't need awards, anything. Just, you know, make sure when we're checking the bank account that the, the checks are clearing. I don't need any of that stuff. But I'm going, the first time uh, my name is mentioned, recognized here is part of Bo's freaking second, fourth annual Osprey Awards. Unbelievable. Uh, you know, I so uh, as I've told people since then, uh, I am going to spend part of my evening reevaluating some of my life choices, uh, what I'm doing with my career with the show. And, you know, as my wife pointed out, you know, I believe she said, this is going to be the greatest day of post life. 
<laughs> which you know, may or may not be true. So uh, I guess I should say, Bo, Marissa, congratulations to you too. You know, Zach and I were sort of along for the ride yeah. for uh, that show. Recognized company wide. I have no idea what our <laughs> colleagues must be thinking as they watch that and then see, uh, you know, some of the, the great work that's being done. But, uh, you know, I was under the impression no one at the company was paying any attention uh, to this podcast. So maybe Marissa sent it along or something. You know, I don't know why anyone would tune into this podcast or to watch the Ospreys, but I guess somebody was. And so, uh, Bo, you can uh, you can take a whiff and uh, you guys can gas yourselves up a little bit. Well, I think everybody knows that Marissa deserves a lot of the credit for uh, for the Ospreys, but I think it was more of a uh, more of an award for I believe what Matt uh, Heavy referred to as. Something like the the gold standard for uh, for for team team specific podcasts, maybe the best he's ever heard. He said so. Uh, let's let's just gas up Marissa. She can get she can get the salute. What do you think? It was Brad all your creative real world, genius. It was all your you, creative genius. What do you think if Brad from the real world has a friend working at the <laughs> you know maybe somebody he knew from high school or something? And the person's like, "Hey man, you got mentioned in this like." Uh, did you participate in some Eagles podcast? No, not that I you know I don't remember. I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know. If someone can get Brad to comment on this, that would be good. Benny Danuch. Okay. And, a good, and a, a good comment that uh, my in-laws and their bad Wi-Fi deserve a portion of the credit, which is no doubt true. I am all for Marissa getting the credit she deserves. <laughs> and and Bo's creativity was outstanding that night. Uh, but I concur with what Shiel said, right? Like, like we produce, a, I think, a lot of good work for this company. <laughs> Shiel did the playbook, which is outstanding. Uh, and I, I mean, not even back, on anybody's I, radar, I, <laughs> to be honest. I, I keep thinking back to in in 2019 when i'm when i was getting hired for this job and and like we have a lot of discussions and the podcast was 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 not i've said this on the pod before it was not like a prominent part of, the, of those discussions and then here i am and i'm from i'm preparing for our, our our trip to atlanta and i'm like yeah we'll probably be finished the podcast at like 1 a.m right so i need to account for that i need to pack the microphone uh so i i i didn't quite realize how how big this podcast was but I, I suppose we need to start paying attention because uh people in the company seem to be paying attention now well it was funny i was i was the the uh the meeting was going on during the eagles press conferences and so i had one earbud in uh like on my outside <laughs> ear listening to listening to it as uh i think it was you're like asking. maybe steven nelson was uh steven nelson was talking so yeah. it was kind of funny what was your uh what was your read on the situation marissa are you getting most importantly, are we going to get like, uh, can we get, can we get a, a new title, a raise for a, a, some kind of bump here for, uh, for our, our star producer? Um, I don't know. You already have a crown, so I don't know if we're going to get like a, a, a trophy or something, but you know, I will, I will reiterate what Matt said that this show is, was recognized because it's a great mix of fun, entertainment and great Eagles news. So you guys do an excellent job and I know the listeners agree with, and it's a, Always a joy to listen and work with you. So, and which is, of course, your your way of saying that this is um, your favorite of all the podcasts you produce, <laughs> which you, which goes unsaid. You don't it, it goes without saying. All right, uh, let's get happens. to let's get to uh, let's get to the news, Zach Bird on the street. Why don't we send it over to the Stone Cold Newsman, Zach Berman. Brandon Brooks has been limited this week with a knee injury. Does not seem to be something that is serious based on 
what Lane Johnson uh, was expressing, but certainly something worth monitoring considering it's Lane Johnson. I'm sorry, considering it's Brendan Brooks. Also limited has been Rodney McLeod, uh, Landon Dickerson, and is it Davion Taylor? Is that the uh, the the fourth one? Uh, obviously, Rodney McLeod is the big injury to to monitor here. Uh, if he's not out there, the Eagles will be turning to probably Marcus Epps or Kayvon Wallace. I assume Marcus Epps, but uh, certainly that is the key injury. I would not expect Landon Dickerson to be back yet for week one, although we will see. And then Davion Taylor, that will still take some time a bit as well, I imagine. That's it? No no other news going on? Uh, they made a practice squad transaction. I mean, okay. I, yeah, we don't need that. Thank you, Zach. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, well and I'm talking about the guys yeah. we talked to. I mean, we talked to the coordinators today. Listen, you dropped a, a you, you dropped a banger on Jonathan Gannon, which everybody should read. All right. I do hope you read that story. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm proud of the work that went into it. But uh, we have a very lot good to story. Discuss. You we will not you will not find better insight into uh, the man who I think could be one of the stars of this Eagles season. Than, uh, than that that story from Zach. I can't wait to read that. Thank you. Looking forward Thank to you. it this evening. Yes. It's very good stuff. Uh, so I guess just in terms of like big picture heading into this game, Zach, uh, are there any, aside from safety, are there any other like starting lineup shenanigans or questions that that we are uh, are curious about? I'm curious to see what the playing time distribution is at the end of the game at defensive end and, and tight end. Right. Like I, I want to see, is it going to be more Josh Sweat or more Derek Barnett? Is it going to be more Dallas Goddard or more Zach Ertz? And how much more if mm. it is more Goddard? How much more if it is Barnett or Sweat? Uh, so certainly paying attention to that. But I, I think the the key here is what do they look like? Because the Eagles have been purposefully clandestine in in, in their in, in what they've been willing to show. And I do think what you see out there on Sunday is certainly going to be noticeably different than the preseason, but I think there are going to be even more wrinkles and variations than what we even saw in practice when we were allowed out there. So there's probably more intrigue. It's, it's, it's probably week one of all of the new coaches, obviously 2016, that was Carson Wentz's debut. So there was a lot of intrigue there. And then we all remember 2013 uh, when the country was watching Chip Kelly's debut. So curious to see what this looks like. Have we talked about Derek Barnett for more than 30 seconds on the show for the entire summer? It's it's always been in uh, just in reference as Zach gasses up uh, Josh Sweat. Uh, yeah, I mean, is Barnett? Barnett's healthy, ready to go. We just don't know who's going to be on the field for the first snap. Well, he did miss. He missed a lot of time over the, pa- the, right, the end of camp. Healthy, but right? now he's healthy, yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's just, uh, uh, yeah. you know, you go through an entire summer and you feel like you've discussed every you wait, you you know, way too much about every player on the roster and every angle. And I just, you know, Derek Barnett's sort of been a forgotten man. I mean, would it surprise you if Derek Barnett had, uh, you know, a 10 sack season and, and was better than Josh Sweat this year? It would surprise me if he had really? a 10 sack season. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, 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 it wouldn't me. shock me. He's he's it wouldn't shock me. He's twenty five years old. He's entering a yeah. contract year. I don't know. And he's a good player. He's legitimately a good football yeah. player. I think quality I, starter. I, I would expect that 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 playing time distribution is going to be close to fifty fifty. Do you think they charting that? Into, 
Uh, maybe I haven't decided what I'm going to chart. You love a chart. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to chart something. Yeah, you I got know, a big spreadsheet before one o'clock start. He's telling me all his prep work. You know, I, mean, I, I figure you'll do a little tight end charting, maybe a little person. No, I'll probably no. just well. I don't wow. know. I'm not as interested in the, the split of tight ends. But you like you like a personnel grouping chart. Oh, I'll be charting all the personnel. We got a new offensive groupings. coach yeah. here. Oh, that's 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 so, that's what I'm definitely going to be charting. Well, why not just put a little column for the tight end in there? Then boom, I'll probably the, have it. The game ends. You say, bam! Here are the snaps for these guys. All of a sudden, every fantasy site known to man is retweeting you, quote tweeting you, giving you credit. Sure. No. See, you're not excited. You want to talk about preparation? Bo's week one last year was on point. Before the game, he rolls. You gotta up stop just gazzing me up about yeah. random things. That oh, aren't trust that, me. Well, yeah, no, like... we we'll gaz you up for unimportant things, and we'll rip you for everything nah, spoke, else. That's pretty much spoke my day. He he pulls up to a seat right before kickoff. Just got off the phone with Jack Driscoll's family. Right, Jack Driscoll was making the surprise start that day. Lane Johnson's ankle swelled up on on the, on the ride down there, and then uh, and you got this was obviously pre-vaccine, right? He eyes a spot down in the stands where the uh, photographers are. He says, I'm, I'm going down there. And it's mostly because I didn't want to be in the press box. Yes, exactly. That was that's very nervous. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Was, yeah. Yeah. That was implied when I yeah. said this was pre-vaccine, right? Like, yeah, I was double masked and did not feel comfortable in there. So uh, that was your week one last year for week yeah. one right. memories. That's right. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm a little bit curious <laughs> just in terms of like seeing what, what this team looks like. I'm definitely curious to see, uh, you know, the use of that Sam linebacker position. How much are we going to see it? Like, is Gennardi ever going to play 35% of the snaps? My guess is is no. My guess is we're going to see mostly nickel. Um, but I'm curious. Super about sore, that. Uh, so a uh, a super uh, scorecasting, sorecasting rather, super score sorecasting uh, has to do with Sam linebacker. So make sure you. Uh, that's a little tease. Pay attention to that. Okay. Listen, if you're a sicko who's here for a live three <laughs> thirty. Thursday, you're in for the whole thing. I mean, you're not saying, all right, if it's good, I'll stick with it. You know, let's see uh, where they're at at the 30 minute mark. Like, wait a second. Is there going to be a super sarcastic about the same linebacker position? Yeah, mm. I think. Here's what I'm actually really interested in. And I was just uh, thinking about this flex on my uh, WIP hit just now with uh, mm. John Mark. Like a P hit. And Ike Reese, like, we have no idea about Sirianni from like a game management perspective. Like, they could waste all their timeouts in the first eight minutes. Right. Know? They could uh, they could have no idea what they're doing on the two minute drill, just complete disaster. Or it could be like the third quarter, and they're down by two touchdowns, and all of a sudden, bam, they came out with this great adjustment. And you're saying, "Whoa!" You know, after the after the game, he's talking about what they did at halftime. Like that's the excitement with a new coach. It could go either way, but like I think we're all interested in those things. With Peterson, you, you kind of knew what you were going to get by, of course, you know, year, probably by year two, but certainly yes. by year three, even if he was more conservative uh, last year, you sort you know, they didn't, they didn't really have a lot of issues with, with that kind of stuff, right? With wasting timeouts, with screwing up a two minute drill. I mean, a lot of their things that we ripped them for were kind of on the fence, like, you know, hey, be aggressive, you know, go for it there type thing. But like, you, you sit down and watch games around the league. I mean, coaches screw this stuff up all the time. And so uh, I am interested in that. Like Sirianni has never come close to, to doing this before. And let's see how prepared he is, who he's leaning on, and uh, what he ju does just in terms of in-game management. And Gannon has not done it before. And, and, you know, Michael Clay has not done it before. So, yeah, there's, right. there's a lot of, like, let's sort of sink or swim right away uh, with, with these guys. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's so 
it's so different than the Falcons. The Falcons made a coaching change, but it's like we've seen right. Arthur Smith call plays for the last two years. Uh, Dean Pease is in his 70s. Like, you know, right. I think we know what. Uh, so Dean Pease on whoever he needs to. Yeah. And so now it's uh, it's totally a different situation for the Eagles. And Matt Ryan, we've, we've seen him mm. quite a bit as well. So Penn Charter, excellent. So, so have Those you. Bulkies. Um, and then just quickly I've been on, seeing Matt Ryan for two decades now. So that's right. Uh, just quickly on the McLeod thing, um, because we, we didn't talk about this. It happened yesterday. You know, I, I just asked Darius Slade during the press conference, like, how does Rodney look? Um, like, very open-ended. And he just yeah. was he, – he, he, it seemed like he sort of spilled the beans. He was like, oh, yeah, you, my teammate? Oh, he looks good. But, uh, you know, you know those NFL rules, like, he can't he, – I guess he can't play this week. So we were like, first of all, what are you talking about? Because um, he's off PUP, so he can play. Do, does that mean that he has COVID and he's on the COVID list and he can't play? But McLeod was at practice, so that did not, that was not the case. It was then clarified to us by um, uh, the Eagles afterwards that he did mean the PUP list. But certainly by Wednesday of a game week, if Darius Slay thinks that Rodney McLeod's not playing this week, either this is like the most galaxy brain uh like way to when throw did people off start saying galaxy brain i mean now every podcast yeah. i listen to someone saying galaxy brain and normalize again these things mm -hmm. were not in my life for the first uh you know 35 years or so and now that's all anybody says is galaxy brain and normalize normalize not saying galaxy brain okay i i, I do think your point <laughs> I though wanna... i'm not sure what the are you doing practicing syllables with casey or are you a florida game i feel like fan? that's a normal I, I feel like that's a normal okay. like a that's like a you know a tweet uh oh the class like, yeah, like yeah, 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 clap. No, that's right. yeah 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 you're right okay <laughs> on a grander scale i liked and, it yeah. <laughs> and marissa would have more insight on on this than than any of us but uh it it's 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 always worth mentioning that like players know less or like i don't want to say care less but often know less about like the transactional element right. stuff than than you know fans or the media does uh you know they oftentimes like 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 they are the last to know sometimes if a player got traded or a player got picked up or a player <laughs> got hurt somewhere else you know they're not um searching or scanning Twitter. Now that's not all players, obviously. Right. Like, this I, was, I this was not like, you know, Miles Sanders no, I mean, yeah. talking about, about to it, marry like. the man. And you're just putting yes. all 1500 <laughs> of these guys in a basket. They don't know that's what the hell's going on. <laughs> these guys go to work. They lift a couple weights. They go to a meeting. They come home. They eat in their back. These meatheads. You think they even know what's they're going not, on with their teammates. They're not cleaning up the dishes. <laughs> They're taking all the big mugs out of the cabin and screwing, you know. They're using the big mugs. They're drinking the coffee and they're not cleaning them up. He's got no idea what kind of mess he leaves around the house. Laundry. No, forget uh, about it. Come on. No, He's doing three loads a day. Now there are some players who know the depth charts of every offensive line in the NFL as well. So it's mm. like it, it, it might be the extremes, right? But but to your point, like this is not, uh, you know, this is not an offensive lineman talking about Rodney McLeod. This is a guy in the secondary. So yes, absolutely, you know, pretty pretty sure that uh, he, he would, knows the so, game anyway. plan. He knows the game plan. So. Right. So that will be interesting. All right. Before we get uh, a little deeper into the matchup, let's do a little uh, let's do a little two can you to uh, quiz you guys on this Falcons roster that has a lot of uh, Philadelphia connections. 
Oh, uh, the rundown, Zach. I mean, I don't remember this. Being this was not on the rundown. It's it's always it's always quick. like we have nothing to talk about here, and then we end 25 up five minutes like, in. Add it's, it's very okay. it's very quick. This is to remind the listeners all right. of uh, all the characters involved in this game. Uh, Zach, two can you name the player on the Falcons active roster who went to Penn? Who went to Penn is it Copeland? That's correct. Okay, Brandon Copeland. Uh, Shield, two can you name the player on the all Falcons? Right. Active roster who played for the Eagles. Stephen Means. Correct. Means business. Uh, Zach, too, can you name the player on the Falcons who went to Temple? Who went to Temple? Oh, is it there's their center, Hennessy, right? That's correct. Okay. Nicely done. Shield, can you name two? Can you name the player on the Eagles roster who once said "F U K U" to me on Twitter? On the Falcons roster, you mean? That's correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Calvin Ridley. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> he said that. Uh, he did. Yeah. He, he later deleted the tweet. Uh, uh, that's I a Bo has two big rivals. This is like the mm. anti Bo. I mean, this is Bo. This is basically Bo against the Falcons. Calvin Ridley. Except that I love Dean Hayden Hurst. Yeah. If and, only. And it's well, what if I told Depot. you Dean Pease yeah. like you know had certain political? I mean, I, I don't know what his politics are, but I could make something up if we really. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised about whatever his okay. politics would be. Uh, Let's move on. Uh, Zach, two can you name the player on the Falcons roster who has the same name as a baseball Hall of Famer? Uh, that's that's a challenging one. Um, for for fear of making this a bad podcast, like and, no, and too really late for that. About it. <laughs> is there an, this is an award? This is a salute winning podcast. Eric Harris. I, I, uh, no, the answer is Lee Smith. All right, that will make sense. Tell Lee, Lee Smith. Smith. They also have yeah. someone named David Wells. Plus Edwards on the just tore his ACL. Our commenters are saying, "No oh, way, no. really? Oh, I've been taking him so high." And, oh, <laughs> I just drafted him. Oh, I just drafted him. And of course, oh, poor Gus. Wait, I mean, Gus was in for a yeah. big, uh, big huge workload, big monster. Oh, so that guy God, behind him, that guy behind him, Tyson. I took Tyson. Yeah, I Williams. did get Tyson. Yep. Wait, so Marcus too, Peters? Yeah. Not an ACL. Come on, give me up to date. Both of them tore ACLs? I don't know. They're saying Marcus Peters. People wow. are yelling Marcus Peters. Okay, wait. So who should I pick up right now? Because uh, Tyson. 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 Yeah, Tyson Williams. Do it quick. Do it quick, Marissa. I know. Before my like little snake cousin steal it. <laughs> my brother, I think my brother's watching. He's probably gonna oh, run and pick him saying, up in our fantasy league. Back to back plays. Marcus Peters tore his ACL. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Unbelievable! Wow! They have had the. Uh, Let's shout out to the chat for just breaking yeah. news for us. I mean, I mean, if you're listeners. listening on like Sunday what morning, is this isn't gonna be that exciting for you, but still. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Wait, okay. Who, who am I getting? <laughs> Tyson Williams. Okay. Is it Tyson? T Y apostrophe S O N. Okay. Okay. Any other two Kenyan names? No. Two Kenyan names. How old Hayden Hurst is? 29. Good guess. 28. But I think he turns 29 this season. Two Kenyan names. Chat full of stone cold used men and women, as Shane says. Yeah, that's right. Two, can you name Zach, uh, the player on the Falcons, who uh, is on the hook for making up for your Isaiah Simmons love? He's on the hook for making. 
Wait, because what do you mean by he's, he's your, he's, he was your crush this year. Oh, well, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, come on. Philly right, guy, on. We gotta, he's yeah, a generational player. We have a lot of game stuff to get to. Okay, okay. Uh, the last one. Or is, is the last one. Still last one, and then we'll get to the ads. Uh, <laughs> two can you name the player on the Falcons who uh, pitched against one of us in high school baseball? I can, I can do that, yes. You can? Yes. And who was it? Uh, it was Matt Ryan. That's correct. Do we have system. do we have any idea of what what Zach might have looked like back then? Oh goodness! <laughs> there are photos out there. There we go, baby. Oh, looking good, Zeber. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zebram looks great. I don't think, I think he, looks he looks that looks different. Front and center, you can you can tell he's one of the one of the most important players on the team. You can he's, tell he's like a bulldog, you know. Like it's taking me back. Like if I saw that kid on the other, you know, uh, other side of the field, he means business right there. Not like that. He means business. Stephen means good segue. All right. I mean, let's they, take if, a little. There are twenty guys in that picture. There are like nineteen guys who play college baseball than me. Right, so that's that goes to show you uh, Listen, where I stood on that team. How many of them got a salute today? Yeah, well, and a good point from uh, from Defop Ryan. Zach's been a front row guy his whole life. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Although this year press conferences, it's it's yeah, it's, it's hard tougher, to get tougher sledding, yes. tougher sledding. Nice. All right, why don't we uh, why don't we take a little break to hear from our sponsors? We'll be back to crow that enemy with uh, Shilkapadia as we all scramble to pick up Tyson Williams. <laughs> Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. All right, welcome back to Birds with Friends. You know, I just uh, this is a I'm getting some Kapadia curse stuff in different mm. um, channels here because when I uh, you know I did my picks against the spread today, and one of them I had was that for the Ravens Raiders game I had this nugget that the Ravens have outscored their opponents 164 to 19 in Week One over the last four years. They've just crushed people. That, uh, so coming they, off like all those preseason wins. Yeah, and so that was the uh, nugget that uh, the athletic Twitter account, you know, when they tweeted out the thing, was the Ravens oh, one, and the same day two ACL. So I'm sorry. Tough and a tough blow for one of the full sentence all stars, Marcus Peters, a back to back honoree. So mm. tough to see him go. Good news yeah. for Jalen Mills potentially moving into the starting lineup. All right, uh, let's do a little uh, a little crow that enemy and Shiel. Obviously, you are our uh, resident expert here. Uh, you know, I read the uh, the Falcons section, reread it uh, in the playbook before uh, before the episode. But but give us a little uh, a little, little scoop. What do we what do we expect from the the Arthur Smith offense to start with? 
Well, you know, they were terribly coached last year. I thought Dirk Cutter did a terrible job when he was the Falcons offensive coordinator. Arthur Smith, you know, I don't think we can sort of put him in a box. Uh, you know, if you want to look at what he did with the Titans, he was the most run-heavy play caller in the NFL. But he's, you know, in the interviews I've heard with him this offseason, he kind of takes offense to that. He's like, dude, I had Derrick Henry on my team. That's why I ran the ball a lot. So well, let's, I'm not, you know, I mean to cut you ahead. off. It's interesting because Gannon today said, well, you know, Arthur Smith is a former offensive lineman. So in his in his heart of hearts, we know that he really wants to pound the rock. So there I mean, certainly that okay. around the league, that is that that is the impression. But but go ahead. Yeah. But is he going to want to do that with Mike Davis right. and, a, and an offensive line that could just get, um, you know, crushed by this Eagles defensive line? I don't know. Maybe he will. But we will find out. But it's uh, yeah, it's run the ball and play action. And so that, that's really, you know, it's from that, uh, the Kyle Shanahan tree where it feels like, you know, half the league is running that offense right now to, uh, to varying degrees. That's sort of the foundation of the, um, the Arthur Smith offense. But I mean, the thing you can't deny is that he maximized the talent he had at his disposal in Tennessee. I mean, they got Ryan Tannehill for what a seventh round pick or whatever it was. And if you look at it just statistically, I'm not saying Tannehill, um, you know, is what the stats say, but I mean, he's performed as well as any other quarterback statistically over the last two years. So that's what you want to see from an offensive coordinator, someone who can do more with less. Someone can look at a guy's uh, strength, weaknesses, develop them, put them in position to succeed. And I think he did do that with Tennessee. Okay. Uh, one other thing that uh, Gannon said about, about Arthur Smith is that what, what he like really respects about Arthur Smith is that all of the pre-snap motion that he does is not just sort of motion for motion's sake. It's all in service of, you know, setting up a better look uh, for the quarterback or or just to, you know, set something up to to confuse the defense a little bit. He, he's, he was like, obviously these guys went up against each other in the division uh, over the past couple of years, but you could really tell that there's like a, a level of very healthy respect from from Gannon to, uh, to Arthur Smith. Is that fair to say, Zach? Absolutely. And they actually, they, they, they work together in Tennessee. So, so they have a, a background with each other. Mm, there you go. Offensive uh, line have, is a real, uh, real yeah. concern for them. Starting a rookie at left guard. I believe Jalen Mayfield. Jalen yeah. Mayfield. Who's, who was like Smith's quote. I don't know, but my quote Without is baptism. He, he, he wasn't no, baptism by fire against uh, Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave. Mm -hmm. My quote is this guy was worse than Josh Andrews, apparently. So. That's yeah. the expectation. So, that's your quote. so rough at left guard, uh, right tackle, Caleb McGarry. Has Just not, okay. uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Jake Matthews is a veteran at uh, left tackle. Matt Hennessy starting for the first time at center. I think I had Matt Hennessy mocked to the Eagles, I want to say. In one that of sounds about right. Yep. 47 exercises. Uh, that Turned year, out to so. be not a bad prediction since they ended up taking an interior offensive lineman in the second round the following year. Okay. I'll give myself credit for that one. Sure. Yeah. And Chris uh, Lindstrom, not very good at right guard. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they've got a lot of questions up front. If the Eagles defensive line that we saw this summer, you know, is, is that's going to carry over to the regular season, then this should be a game that they dominate. Uh, on the outside, Calvin Ridley, as Bo knows, legit. Uh, number one wide receiver. A lot of people predicting a big year. I've got him on a couple uh, fantasy teams this year. He should just see a ton of targets uh, in that offense because Julio Jones gets traded. So uh, Ridley will be the guy. Zach Russell guy. Gage and yeah, Russell uh, Gage. Olamide Zac Zacchaeus. Yeah. Who's a Philly guy? Correct. St. Joe's prep, right? 
Hmm. You right. tell if, if that's yeah, you're, you're the you're the one who's going to know the answer to that, Zach. I really, I believe so. Okay, so you know, not a great uh, wide receiving core, but they do have a a number one guy, and it's just going to be fun to see what they do with a uh, with the Kyle Pitts to start out. Do you like a Mike Davis? He's fine. Okay. Yeah, I would say he's he's competent. I don't Honest love question, Mike Davis. Why do you do love about... Mike Davis? What were you going to say, Zach? I was I was gonna say what do the Eagles do about covering Kyle Pitts? But you can answer I'm curious. Mike Davis. I I think address the Mike Davis question first. They don't like to Mike talk Davis. More about yeah, him. you already answered the Mike Davis question. Uh, I don't okay. know what are they gonna. I don't do? know what they're gonna do. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> there's not a good there's not a good matchup guy here. Like there's nobody. You know, you would normally think like okay, you put your you put your nickel on him, but Avante Maddox is wait he's just gonna get out muscled. Uh, and as as he was, as, as Bo astutely observed in in practice, like Anthony Harris was getting beat on the one on ones by tight yeah. ends. Anthony Harris That's is not, not a good one on one cover guy. Uh, so you would think like after that, your next choice would probably be Rodney McLeod if he was healthy, but he's not healthy. Who are uh, their backup corners? Could they break one of these guys out and just in a specialized uh, Kyle like a Keenan like a Keenan Clayton against the yeah. uh, against Peyton Manning, the yeah. Sean McDermott's gambit. Yeah, maybe uh, Andre Shea-Sheray will yeah, just come Yeah, not in. really McPherson small, so uh, Malcolm right. Jenkins? Yeah, could be you know Malcolm Jenkins. Of, you know what I was just thinking about? Because when you said that, I actually, in my head, I go, Malcolm Jenkins. Oh, no, wait. Yeah. Right. Because that was, and then I was thinking about, do you remember the theory that the Eagles uh, released Malcolm Jenkins so that they could hand over the locker room leadership to Carson Wentz? Mm, mm-hmm. That worked out well. How's that one looking? <laughs> well, I... <laughs> I think that was more than a theory. I think that was a thought, right? And I, I think uh, okay. Well, well I good. thought it was dumb at the time. Good and I job. think it's even dumber now. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> like how do you think that that locker room went last year, right? You know, well, I think we're seeing. I think we're seeing how Carson Wentz's leadership is going in Indianapolis with so, half of a half a roster there's something unvaccinated. Like that, I'm like, give me a break. Uh, grow, grown men, adults. Like this isn't. Uh, you know, it never made sense to me. Anyway, ridiculous. Right, so I don't know. Stop bringing up old stuff, Shield. Sean says that's right. I shouldn't bring that up. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they just put maybe they just put Stephen Nelson on him. Oh yeah, I think so. Just put Stephen Nelson on him, and then you let Zach McPherson and Avante Maddox handle the other receivers that are not Calvin Ridley. Sure. I don't know. I mean, I think they're going to be playing a lot of zone anyway. So you know, we're we're mostly talking about like third down or um, you know those those types of situations. So I don't know that it's going to be a high number of snaps that you have to play man coverage in this game. But uh, yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea if it's uh, if it's third and eight, put Steven Nelson on uh, on Pitts, put Slay on Ridley. And then figure the rest out. You know, if they're going to beat you with a Justin Gage or a Hayden Hurst or a Zacchaeus, then uh, that's fine. I would think that makes sense. Okay. I like that. Would be a fun matchup, actually, because you know Nelson will be feisty. And yeah, he's a physical guy. He scared. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then how do you how do you feel about this Dean Pease defense? I like a Dean Pease. I, I I don't know when we were talking about. It. I put Dean Pease in like the Jim Schwartz category. You know, veteran DC who's seen it all and uh, is going to get the most out of the players available to him. It's not going to get the pub of like a uh, Vic Fangio or a Todd Bowles or a Mike Zimmer, but, you know, knows what he's doing. And it's fun, too. You know, he's not like a static uh, defensive coordinator where, hey, you know, this is the scheme I'm going to run everywhere. So uh, I kind of have a theory that defensive coordinators 
to some, you know, the great ones to some degree need to be, I don't know if a-hole is the right word, but you know, uh, they don't need to be the easiest guys to get along with. Like, you, you know, you're not, you don't need to keep them around for seven, eight years. They, they might have shorter stints. And I think he probably, if you look at his history, he's sort of been to a lot of different places. So yeah. I've never met the guy. He might, maybe he's a great guy. I don't know, but uh, you know, he certainly hasn't stuck around. He went from new England to Baltimore to Tennessee. I think he's retired like twice. Now he's 73 and he's back with the Falcons. But I think that was a smart hire. Uh, by Arthur Smith, where you just say, all right, I'm handing it over to you. I don't even need to know what's going on with the defense. And so if you just look at his, and I had this in the playbook, which of course you can still get at theathletic.com slash NFL playbook, or if you're a non-subscriber, theathletic.com slash birds with friends, still 50% off. People are using it. We see you guys using it. Thank you. Yeah, thank uh, you very much. You can subscribe there. Uh, but yeah, he's had his worst defense in his last, I think, eight years has been the 22nd ranked defense in the NFL. So like, you know, even when you give him terrible talent, he's usually in that sort of mediocre range and he's had one, two, three, four, four top 10 defenses in his last eight years. So like he's legit if he has some talent to work with. I would think this Falcons team falls more in the uh, first category I mentioned where they're not very talented and he'll have to do more with less. Good linebackers, bad secondary Okay, defensive line. Grady Jarrett's good, and the other guys are big question marks. I was thinking of this for an idea, maybe like mid-season, you know, like the all-red zone channel team, like the the guys who just every time they switch to their game, you're like, is this the best player in the league? And I would say Foyer. Yes. Ola, Ola I was Kuhn? just about to talk about him. Ola, yep. Ola, Ola Khan, yep. Well, you're yep. me Foyasade Olokan. Look on uh, that guy. I swear, every time I was watching a Falcons yep. game last year, he was forcing a fumble, just crushing someone behind the line of scrimmage. So um, he, he was a fun player to watch. I'm sure he wasn't doing that snap in and snap out. It would have been like a pro bowler, but he definitely was capable of some splash plays. Also, he like uh, he he's going to get the Patrick Graham treatment. Meaning? Oh, because he because he oh, went yeah. to Yale, so he he's, Yale. he's yeah, Zach he's like that. he's like a smart, you know, it's it's like having a coach on the field when you have a guy who went to Yale <laughs> on the field well, on defense. They say this guy could have done anything, right? He, he <laughs> this guy could have been a doctor. <laughs> exactly. This guy, this guy, he could be the future president of the United States one day. <laughs> yes, you get that with the Ivy Leaguers. This guy uh, could have cured cancer, but instead, <laughs> he's here making a tackle. Look at the read on this. Yeah, outstanding. Uh, so I think that, yeah, Grady Jarrett, outstanding defensive tackle, their best player. By the way, if he could have cured cancer, like what a, what a, what a, what a, what a selfish, selfish decision to play football. As, as Zach would say, he's got the rest of his life. You know? yeah, that's true. But <laughs> not everybody has the time to wait. This is just phase one. Uh, Dante Fowler was a big free agent signing before last uh, season. Uh, I thought that was not a great signing at the time. He did not play well. He took a pay cut, but he's still back with them. He had a, I think he had a double-digit sack season playing next to Aaron Donald, as defensive ends uh, tend to do. Uh, Deion Jones, Ola Kuhn, we mentioned the linebackers are solid. A.J. Terrell was a first-round My guy, pick. Michael Walker, who I day one of the Shrine game said, that guy's a player. Okay, thanks for that. Uh, A.J. Terrell is their number one uh, corner. They don't have uh, great corners Elsewhere, they don't have great safeties, although uh, Richie Grant, I think we were a pro Richie Grant podcast, right? Ish, a little yeah. bit older. I think he was older. A little right? older, yeah. He's got to come in and play right away, so they've got some veteran safety. So they're okay. They're mediocre. Okay, fair enough. 
Anything else we need to to talk about this matchup before we get to super forecasting? What do you, I mean? What do you expect? The Seagulls offense isn't that what super forecasting's for? Yeah, but it's also it can be a little bit more a little, a little bit more generic. I'm happy to move on to super forecasting if you want. Yeah, we'll get All into right. it. Well, there. we got we got we need one more uh, one more word from our very valued, high paying sponsors who are of course uh, giving Marissa a little a little cash on the side for uh, for our athletic salute. <laughs> that is not true, but. <laughs> And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I like the sound of moonlighting journalists in that ad. Wouldn't, wouldn't, it sounds like it'd be fun to moonlight, right? I'd like to moonlight at something at some point. I just, I just during that ad break, was able to go to the bathroom and come back without anyone noticing I'm gone. How about that for an accomplishment today? Did you wait? Could you guys see me or no? I could see in the bathroom, but here, you know, no, <laughs> I could okay. see you know, that you got up from your uh, chair. You know what your name was when you were in the bathroom? What my what was your name? What Shield Peas. He's like, he's like Dean Pease. Okay. To your point, I could see how Dean Pease on a staff would get old after a while. You know. Okay. Uh, let's get to super sorecasting, focused only on the events of the game on Sunday. We've all gone back to our standard twenty-four turkeys, and then these will carry over over the course of the season. So, Zach, you might not want to spend any turkeys today. Yeah, I was going to say, so if I just give you my game prediction and sign off, I get 24 next week? That's correct. But uh, just so we know, it is not about the the season-long scoreboard is not about total bets won. It's about total weeks won. So whoever wins the most super sorecasting things this week will get one point for week one. Do we understand? I don't don't think it matters if we do or we don't. Let's get going. I'm glad this is on video because, and by the way, it, it, I don't know. For those of you who listened to Tuesday's episode, uh, you know, we gave the call out to Defob Dennis to, to do the graphic design of the bold and bolder predictions. And uh, obviously, he came through in a big way. So uh, make sure you're following Dennis. It looks like only one of the three of us would ever call a screen pass. All right. I was I was the only one taking easy it. money in that one. You know the uh, the expression you, <laughs> you you can't go broke making a profit, right? So mm-hmm. on that chart, it was like all of, all of mine were like oh, low yeah. risk bets, and all you guys were like the high risk. <laughs> you trying there, to be right? bold. Yeah, so I thought he, you know, and I thought he, uh, you know, since I was so bold, just crushing you guys <laughs> with my boldness, I thought he threw my one as the last one in there you know, the 10 times saying your guy's names mm. as the least bold prediction is outrageous. But then again, I'm giving the guy work. You know, I think he did that at like 4.15 in the morning. And so uh, I didn't want to 
push back too much. Yeah, I had some minor Thank quibbles you, too, but he's you he's, said he's follow the boss. Dennis, but then you didn't give out any Dennis information. I mean, how are people supposed to do that? I mean, mostly that just like look at our 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 okay. tweet and I tweet replies. It. I we retweeted, retweeted it. it. I think it's at Dennis something. But okay, well, I pass him at Grad Hospital a lot. Always good to see him. There you go. Mm, big a flex. True sicko. King of the sickos. Big flex. Okay. All right, let's go. Maybe we should get a Dennis T-shirt that says King of the Sickos. Well, there has been a lot of comments in the chat about a, a sickos T-shirt. Sickos T-shirt. Yeah, that's a good idea. So. Ooh, that's nice. If there's if there's anybody with uh, with like graphic design uh, proclivities and you want to design a BWF Sickos T-shirt, by all means. I like that. I'll buy one. Yeah, and we'll uh, obviously buy them for you. Okay, uh, let's get to it, Marissa. Okay, so um, we had a lot of duplicates week one. Mm. Um, Sheil and Zach almost had, they had two duplicates. So oh, wow. I all took the time you saw me put in there and I did the <laughs> yes, same well, one as Zach. Oh, you guys all had one about Jalen Hurts um, rushing yards. Oh. But um, so I did give Bo a heads up to change it, but Sheil, I didn't see yours until after we started. So I just took some yeah. extra from the chat and they okay. had some good ones. So um, we have five coming from the chat. Uh, instead of three so we will start with the eagles sack matt ryan at least four times Ooh. one two dots trace I'll go, I'll go four cinco six anyone six going i'll go on. six yeah i'll go six next yeah, who got it a, who got it oh okay Going once, going twice, sold to shield oh, for all seven. Right. Good one. That's a good one. I like uh, one of the competing sports books from uh, the official sports book of the Athletic has uh, has uh, has lines for like who's which team is going to lead the league in sacks, and the Eagles are like a like the fourteenth longest. Favorite. I thought that those were good odds. If you want to want to chase that one, it was plus like twenty eight hundred or something like that. Mm, that would be in Shields thirty two bold predictions. Was that yes, they will is. lead the league in sacks? You, mm. you can get some now, good late sugar on that. Yeah, this is a beat up offensive line, like you said. But but to spend what like 30% of your turkeys on that is uh, that's a yeah, big. Oh that's a wow! All right, coming well, at I'm me. Taking okay. shots. Right. No, it's taking shots. Wow. wow! Think you know a guy? Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. This is also a duplicate. Nick Sirianni wins the challenge. Mm. One. One. Two. Three. So he has to throw a challenge and he has to win it. Uh you really you really got this one down. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, all the angles on this one. Four. I'll go five. This is an iced latte with almond milk, not a smoothie for the commenters. Just let me know. Yeah, that'd be a tough color for a smoothie. Doesn't it look pretty? Doesn't an iced latte in a glass like this mm. look so pretty? Looks nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I like it. But clear, only, only knowing glass. that it's an iced latte, not thinking that it's a smoothie. That would be a bad color for a smoothie. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, they do. Yeah. They've, they've tried the coffee smoothies, but I feel like no one's perfected that. I mm. haven't had one that I like. All you gotta do is you is you just make a regular smoothie, whatever smoothie you like, and you pour in a, a little of the cold brew that you can get at 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 like the Trader Joe's or something. Yeah, but it doesn't taste or, or great to me. I mean, the 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 tastes don't blend. You know, a lot of people try to do mm. the coffee with like some banana based yes, smoothie, yeah, exactly. and uh, 
I mean, I'll drink it. I don't think it's like disgusting, but nah, I feel like there, there's room there for somebody. If there's an enterprise, also, Dennis, uh, come up with the way. <laughs> <laughs> right. I also don't, I don't need those drinks to be the same. I'd rather, I, like, I like to have a coffee, whatever my coffee yeah. is. I had two yeah, coffees. The, the and smoothie, you're, you're serving I, a different purpose. Yeah, yeah I don't need too. to combine yeah, those I've things. Actually, I've gone two coffees, two smoothies today. How about that? Mm. Yeah. Listen, you got to get crazy. It's football season. All right. Where mm. are we? I think we're at five. I think I, did I, I think I said five. Yeah. I think yeah, that's right, yeah. And I bailed out. Okay. So sold All to right. go for five? Yep. Okay. Next, we have the Eagles' first play from scrimmage is either a screen to Quez Watkins or a deep shot to Jalen Rager. Uh, I need I need some definition here. Deep shot. Yeah, I need air yards from the line of scrimmage. At least 20 yards. 20 plus. But I'm envisioning this as like, you know, play action, full, full on bomb. I just want to yeah. define. Yeah. We got to define. You're right. You're absolutely right. 20 or more from the line of scrimmage. A screen to Quez Watkins. All right. So a legit screen. Two balls out within with under two seconds. Okay, but not like a good, yeah. Okay, all right. I think we're fine there. Okay, start betting at one. One. Yep. One. I'll say two. It's very specific. It's very Seriously. specific. <laughs> Do I hear three? Going once. I'll take it. Twice. Sold to Bo for two. Okay. We have all year to use these turkeys. Seventeen week season. Just warning. Oh, God. <laughs> Week six, Zach is not bid on anything. Zach's got 143 turkeys. <laughs> All right. He's the anti, he's the anti Jalen Hurts rushes for 100 yards. Whoa. Yeah, so there's a lot of submissions in this one. You guys each submitted a, a rushing number, and I just went with the craziest. So I think okay. this was Zach's 100. This was. Yeah, yep, I said like 57 or something. Yeah, I, and both I, I actually kind of like this prop on a bet MGM. I think it's in the 40s. Um, mm. you know, I think it's 47 or something. I kind of like the over there on Hertz's rushing yards. Um, takes, takes two big runs or, uh, you know, eight medium sized ones. <laughs> Why are you limiting him to two? two well, no, big... but I mean, the 47 is like, you know, that's all it takes. He's going to run a few times, but it only, it only yeah. takes him breaking one or two of them. Okay. Uh, right. did, did somebody bid? Yes, I, I bid one. I mean, a hundred yards, hundreds a lot of yards. He had one 100-yard rushing game last year, right? I guess I'll go two. Going once. Going to give it to me for two. Going twice. Hold the steal for two. Okay. Nick Sirianni gets a cooler of liquid dumped on his head. One. Cooler of liquid? Wow. Throwback to 2017. What if it was like something else? Like, what if it was like seeds or something mm. <laughs> that would be an interesting story i think it's gonna be cooler i think it's gonna be a cooler of liquid as, okay. as said in the thing so it'll be it'll be really funny if like it's a a glass of liquid that gets dumped on his head <laughs> by the way is this what about a, a bottle <laughs> not a cooler nah, it's, it's gotta, gotta be a cooler two, two grown men to uh no it doesn't it, but right, it's gotta be a cooler okay what were you going to say, Zach? Does it have to be on the field? 
No. I mean, no, but where else are they going to do that? <laughs> well, the, like, the social team releases a video in of the locker. locker. That would if be what a great a what a great surprise that would be. Yeah, we'll <laughs> count that. I mean, I, I would question this team if they didn't have their stuff together that <laughs> right. they couldn't do this on the field. They're prepared enough to win inside one, the locker room. <laughs> people getting showered and changed, and they're just dumping Gatorade, <laughs> jug of Gatorade. I don't know that I've seen that before, especially in week one. But yes, you will get credit for that. If it's on the also, team. Also, they have nice whatever. Yeah, they have nice carpet at, at that stadium too. You know, it's yeah, you don't want to mess the carpet up. But mm. uh, one. I mean, this would be this would be very funny, but Stephen Means Stephen Means is on the other yeah. sideline. So, Ooh, what if he came over and did it? Ooh, what if he does it to Arthur Smith? Hmm. We should have. It should have. I I do this one. I should have said a head coach, but uh, I will I let Zach have it for one. Okay. I should have spent three for Hertz for hundred yards. That has a higher probability of this occurring. But go ahead. But anyways, yeah. But this one's fun to root for. Okay, Calvin Ridley catches more than one touchdown. One, two, three. I'll say four. Five. Ooh. How much did I bid on the Hertz one? On? Two, two. Two. Right? You've got 15 turkeys left. Okay. Going once. Going twice. I'll say six. Ooh. Got Anyone it. want seven? I'm out. Too rich for my blood. All right. Zach? Resource allocation. Sold to Bo <laughs> for six. Resource allocation. <laughs> okay. Halfway down. Halfway done. Ryan Kerrigan plays strong sideline backer. Mm. At, at any point in the game. Not like starts, but takes a snap at strong sideline backer. Well, well how are we define that? that? Yeah, He's standing up. It's a tricky one. Because sometimes they do the three down linemen with two two edge rushers standing up. Okay. So, so so standing up with four guys on the line of scrimmage. Standing up with four down linemen. With four Correct. down linemen. Correct. Does that count though? I don't know. I almost feel like you got to get a a coach or player confirmation for this. You know, like hey Ryan, we saw you in that strong side linebacker role, and then either <laughs> he says yeah or he says well actually no that wasn't what it was or you know I feel like that should be doable. At some okay. point during the week, it doesn't have to okay. be right away. Yeah, I think that's okay. fine. One. I was there. I feel like I strong side linebackers, like uh, this is a Zach thing. I feel like it's just like porn, you know? Wait, what? You know what? when you see it. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> it's like, what? Well, no, strong there's a side linebacker for Zach? There's, there's the bots. <laughs> yeah, there's, no wonder. A strong, I mean, there's a strong side and there's a weak side. I mean, you on the day like, we get our salute. <laughs> And you're taking this pot. I mean, to the higher ups who are tuning in for the first time, allow me to apologize for the actions of my co host and the direction he's taking this podcast. <laughs> I was there when I think it was you, Bo, asked Gannon about Kerrigan, right? Doing yeah. that. And like, you know, if you want to read between the lines of a defensive coordinator, he was like, we're not doing that. No, we're not yeah, doing that. Parent of spare, which I do yeah. love. I do love the uh, the phrasing parent of spare. But right. Sounds right. like so he's you a spare. Can I get some type of confirmation from somebody okay. that he wasn't. You said one, Zach? One. I don't want this one. It's a good job by Zach locking up two, locking up two things for one turkey apiece. Nice job. All right. So Zach gets like it the for guy one. who takes Sayshawn Williams in the in the auction for one dollar, and then all of a sudden, boom. 
Well, so I couldn't get him in fantasy and I just texted Uh. my cousin's husband that has him and he said he got his advice from the athletic. So I can't even be mad. Mm. He picked him up on his bench and that's why he has him. So I can't even be upset about it now because he was reading something on the athletic (laughs) that told him to draft him. So there you go. Shout out to our fantasy crew. Yes. And everyone should listen to them uh, before they start their players on Sunday. Okay. The game is tied at some point in the fourth quarter. Tied. Ooh. One. Two. Two. Gosh, Three. boy, you guys are awfully confident about this. It's going to be tied. It's a realistic thing, um, unlike oh, a lot of the other things in here. Four. Five. Five. Oh, you're awfully confident, Shield. No, I'm just messing with you. Six. Ooh. Going once. I think it's been a close game, but. Going twice. Ooh, I feel good about that one. I'll Old take that. to bow for six. I mean, tied is very specific, though. It could be on like yeah. the seesaw. You know, they could be. Uh, of course, yeah. Score changes. Yeah. I'm hoping at least we get one like uh, tied after after the six point touchdown, and then someone goes exactly. ahead with it. Yeah, that counts. I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah I was thinking that. It's like 23, 23. That counts. The extra point makes it twenty. Yeah. A little bow, bow, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that counts. That's that's legit. Um, Okay. Yeah. That's right. This is a this is a chat submission. I thought this one was interesting. The Eagles score the most points in the NFC East this week, just for this game. Okay. So the Cowboys have the Bucks. Washington has the Chargers. Okay. The Giants have the Broncos. Broncos. The Giants are not going to score the most points. (laughs) Maybe they will. Maybe they'll make me look done. You said one, Zach. Yes. We'll say two. Three. Four. Five. Hmm. I can't bet. I only have five turkeys left. I would say they're playing the worst defense of any of the teams. Yeah. We we know what Shield thinks of the Chargers. Hmm. I'll go six. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it could be like somebody in the game kicks the ball at some point, and Zach would think, oh, six. Oh, that's a little little (laughs) risky. Don't, you don't never want like but, you know you never want to put too much of your budget in one place. But uh I disagree. If it's coffees and coffee and smoothies, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> uh seven. Wow. Whoa. Ooh. Wow, Zach going yeah. seven. This is he was gonna start taking his eight? clothes off. He's no, feeling I'm so good. free. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, Zach that's gets eight. it. Sold to Zach for seven. This one, I have a 25% chance. Like, there, th- this can't be a zero sum outcome. So, well, you know, no, I think it could be like, it could be, uh, under I don't 25%. think zero sum means no, but, uh, what you but think I'm it saying, means. Like, <laughs> <laughs> By the time you listen to this, the Cowboys will have put up 37 45 <laughs> points. They're going to lose 63 to 45. All right. What else? Okay. Kyle Pitts two, has more yards than Dallas. Three more, got sorry. three more. Yeah. This one and two more. Kyle Pitts has more yards than Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz combined. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Bo is out of bidding. I'm out. Zach? So I've I've bid so you've far. Both got 50, one you've one. both got 15 turkeys left. Yeah. And how many more do we have today? 
two more this is, after yeah, this. two more after this yeah no i'm 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 trying to get these last two no matter what they are so she'll get it at six she'll get it at six okay all right an eagles linebacker will make a splash play an interception force fumble or a sack one interception wow. force fumble or sack. love him some lbs okay. this two. was a chat submission okay three Four. Five. I can't bid. Shield? Uh, yeah, we'll go six. Zach, do I hear Zach. seven? Oh, six. Ooh. <laughs> no, he said seven, right? Uh, no, seven. He, he started Ooh. a six uh, and then he stopped. <laughs> seven. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm good. All, All right. right. Back for seven. And then the last one. Balen Hurts has 20 or more completions. Mm. 20? That seems easy. Is that low? Six. Six. Uh, seven. Eight. Nine. That's it. You got it. Oh, he doesn't Whoa. have... Wait, can I bid nine? You've, no, you've got nine left. That's exactly what you have left. Oh, so Zach can outbid me? No, he can't. You just won it. He was at eight. You were at nine. So oh, Zach so carries over it. one turkey. Uh, no, no, no. I've yeah, got I nine carry over. Zach carries over eight turkeys. Eight turkeys. So okay. we've all got, we've each got four things. Zach has uh, a cooler of liquid gets dumped on Nick Sirianni's head. Ryan Kerrigan plays at least one snap at Sam, confirmed by somebody. Uh, the Eagles score the most points in the NFC East in week one, and a linebacker makes a splash play defined as interception, force fumble, or sack. He I has. burned my I burned my turkeys on those on this on the on the penultimate one. That was that was a bad play. Not necessarily. It's not that much different. Uh, and you have eight turkeys to carry over. Shield has uh, the Eagles have four or more sacks of Matt Ryan. Jalen Hurts rushes for at least a hundred yards. Kyle Pitts has more yards receiving than Ertz and Goddard combined. And Jalen Hurts has at least twenty completions. And no turkeys left over. That's a pretty strong roster. Very. I have uh, Nick Sirianni wins a challenge. The first play is either a screen to Quez Watkins or a deep shot to Jalen Rager. Calvin Ridley has at least two touchdowns. And the game is tied at some point in the fourth quarter. And I have five turkeys to carry over to next week. Exciting stuff. Oh, you well, have five? I, I missed that. I'm, I'm putting it in our Slack channel so we can't forget. Good. Okay, thank you. Uh, yes, I've got five left. All right. Well, there's only one way to uh, to close this out now. It's time for the Crystal Bald Eagle for what we think is going to happen on Sunday. Sheil, you, uh, you're already on the record, so we'll let you go first. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, I, I do think that their defensive line has a chance to really dominate. Now, you know, Arthur Smith is no dummy. He knows that that's going to be a matchup that they're going to lose. So expect him, play action move the pocket, quick throws, maybe keep keep six or seven guys in um, to protect. So I think he will do those things. But, you know, I think the Eagles will be able to make enough plays up front to, you know, kind of keep the Falcons uh, in check there. Offensively, uh, I actually think the Eagles have an advantage not, play, you know, playing this game in week one rather than in week six where Dean Pease can look at it and say, all right, here's what they've done the first five weeks. I mean, I know none of it is that, 
crazy and you know a lot of offensive stuff looks the same but at the same time we you know we don't know exactly what a Matt Ryan what a uh, Jalen Hurts Nick Sirianni offense is going to look like so uh, a lot of times I think that stuff is overrated but maybe it works a little bit in the Eagles favor Uh, I just think Hurts is going to be really good as a runner in this game whether it's designed runs zone read uh, scrambles you know I, I would just be telling him hey you know, you don't have to go through uh, three progressions here. Like, if, you know, if it's not there and you see an opening, go ahead, take off, run, and uh, pick up yards that way. So I think he's going to be able to do that. I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I think it might be a fun game. You know, I think it might be an underrated week one fun matchup. And uh, I don't think I'm going to be picking the Eagles to win a lot of games this year. So, you know, Bo, when you did the thing last podcast where you were reading their uh, you know, schedule coming up the next six weeks. I think that kind of convinced me. If I don't pick them here, uh, I'm probably going to be picking them to get off to a really terrible start. So I think it's a coin flip game, and I will go ahead and pick the Eagles 24 23. Ooh, tight. Very nice. Zach, what do you got? I agree with what Shield said there. Uh, I, I, I usually lean toward the trenches, right? Like I, I, the Eagles have a decided advantage on both sides of the ball. Hard to go against that, but, uh, you know, the Falcons are favored in this game. They have a proven veteran quarterback. Um, even though there's, there's first year coaches on both sides, they have a coach with a little more demonstrated performance. Um, they are playing at home. Uh, you know, they, they have more talent at the skill spots, I've been going back and forth in this. I would pick the Eagles against the spread, and I would pick the over, but I would go with the Falcons to win this game slightly. So I am going Falcons 26, Eagles 24. Okay. Uh, and then I would say, you know, I've been I've been thinking about, like, the ways in which we might be surprised by this team, like the things that we saw over the summer might turn out to not be true. Um, you know, the, the wide receiving core, for instance, has been exciting. We like Devontae Smith. Quez Watkins looks exciting. Uh, Jalen Rager up and down. But, you know, it's a very, very young wide receiver core. It's, it's possible that they just get um, snuffed out by regular season competition. But I don't think this Falcons secondary should scare Eagles fans from, from that perspective. Uh, I agree with what you guys have said. There, there's every reason to believe that they should be able to dominate this game in the trenches. Um, you know, the defense, we're excited about Jonathan Gannon, but, but as Shiel has said, you know, maybe this is the kind of thing that takes some time to, uh, to gel, to get all the parts working. I think there's every reason to expect that Calvin Ridley is going to have a big game. Um, Boy. and maybe Kyle Pitts as well. I mean, Darius Slay the other day said, you know, I, I had a good year last year. I just had one and a half bad games, like the DK Metcalf game and then a half against Devonte Adams. Well, okay. Like you were brought into it. True though. It's not totally untrue. Yeah. I mean, he, he had other bad games, um, but those were like those were the glaring bad games. Well, like let's see let's see how he does now. I'm I'm sure he's going to be seeing a lot of of Calvin Ridley. We will see more zone, but uh, you know I don't think that if it's one on one, leave him over there. That Darius Slay is going to be able to handle Calvin Ridley. Um, Matt Ryan's very good, um, but you know I, I think the Eagles are going to go down. The Devils are going to go down to Georgia looking for a soul to steal. They're going to win this game late in the fourth quarter. It's going to be tied, giving me a, a, a victory in uh, Super Sorecasting. It's going to be 23-23 
late in the fourth quarter. Jalen Hurts completes a pass to Greg Ward, of all people. <laughs> I saw how That's... happy you were with yourself when you thought of it. When you were like, oh, I'm going to Greg why. Ward. This is going to be great. Yeah, it's very I'm really exciting. Stun him. Uh, for 17 yards to set up a game-winning Jake Elliott field goal, 26-23. The Eagles start the season off undefeated, setting up everybody for a very juiced Lincoln Financial Field in week two. There you go. Zach, you missed, you weren't with us. One of the all-time moments was when Bo predicted an Eagles win because he thought the fans, like the field with the most pandering I've ever seen, you know, the fans are going to come out and they're going to be on fire and give this team, you know. And when was that? But it was the most minion move you could ever see. And when was that, Shield? You got to bring this full circle. That was against the Atlanta Falcons. That was the first game of the 2017 playoffs. Okay. So you bring it, you bring it full circle, and guess what? You picked the Falcons Maybe to win that call. game. I did. You know, I think it yeah. was a good call. So I, Listen, I stand I by that. I made up for that one a couple of weeks later, my friend. You sure, so. you sure did. You sure did. <laughs> now, Shield, quick question. Yeah, uh, you were saying during... that was the fans were great that night. So all right, I won't make fun of you as much. All right. Yeah, yes, during Zach. July and August, you were saying the the Falcons are an underrated team, one of those teams that improved in the coach department. Maybe people are overlooking yeah. their personnel now that you. I've had a chance to kind of see their 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 roster a bit this summer. Do you still think that's the case, or do you think? Uh, yeah, this is a I, I have them uh, when, I, team? when I did my. I think they're a mediocre team, but I think it right. could set up for them to sneak in as like the seventh playoff team. I think I had them at nine and eight, uh, so I don't think they're a great team. But I think the things that they could do well because of coaching could make them good enough to sort of hover around 500 and maybe uh, sneak in. And that's primarily, they. I think their offense, you know, the offensive line is a huge concern, but let's see how good of a coaching staff they have. Can they scheme around that? Uh, because they do have playmakers. They have a veteran quarterback. So, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I've just been, I feel like I've been firing off the same takes now for weeks. <laughs> and so the games are about to begin. So now would not be a good time to change them. So I, I think they're mostly a mediocre team. But yes, if I was deciding between like them and the Cardinals and the Vikings um, in like Washington as the last playoff team. And I did, and I did pick the Falcons to be that team. Other two teams in their division could be pretty bad. And as you yeah. pointed out, uh, what, like one in eight in one score games last year, something yeah. crazy. They were also very healthy, but we'll see, we'll see how that That's balances true. out. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of birds with friends. We will be back Sunday night. For the first regular season post-game pod Poor of the Marissa. year. Poor Marissa. I'm excited. She'll will be uh will be doing his national thing watching Sunday night football. Hopefully, hopefully a, a one o'clock game means a relatively okay yeah, time. Don't for the lollygag. Pod. Don't be, you know, checking Twitter and looking for snacks. You, you, once that's the like, availability's over, start start pounding out those articles. Don't tell me how to do my job. Well, great stadium out for way. Marissa here. I mean, really, she's got seven extra week for her too here. Seventeen week season, mm -hmm. eighteen weeks for her. And hopefully, listen. hopefully more weeks. Hopefully, and, we go mm. uh, to February. What day is the Super Bowl? That's right. <laughs> and, and listen, Cleveland and SoFi. Marissa did Super, not get to take left it guard easy ever won the season because of you guys. You know, she had to play every snap. So, has a left has a left guard ever won the MVP of the Super Bowl? Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like this could be the year. This could be the year.
All right. Well, I did. I think you missed. Sorry, last thing. I think you missed this last episode when you said, uh, you know, I think the Eagles could have, if they're healthy, could have the best offensive line in the league. You should have seen Marissa's mm. face. <laughs> you know, a, a commenter in the chat. face, if I ever seen one. A commenter in the chat did say, "Oh, Marissa, I saw that face directed at Bo." He said that's that. funny. <laughs> it was Every like a best, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Well, until right. until he's in the starting lineup, you know, who knows. <laughs> All right, uh, that'll do it. Thanks to everybody for uh, for watching and for listening. Maybe you save this for Sunday morning to get yourself ready for week one. Fo- football is back, baby. So is the pandemic. All right, for Shield and Zach and Marissa, I'm Bo. Thanks as always for listening. And of course, we love you.